welcome to the Guilty Pleasures podcast, the podcast where we sit down and chat to influential people about their quirky traits and questionable habits. Forget what you think you know, we're about to get into the nitty gritty of what makes people tick. Whether it's a secret Jedward obsession or putting milk into your tea first, get strapped in lads, we're about to find out. We're your hosts, I'm Maxine and I'm Katie. Great, so on this week's episode we have Sir Steve O'Timothy, the creator of the infamous farmer Michael, who everyone knows and loves, and the newest addition to the sketch, who is Michael's daughter, Mary Bridget, and that is played by Roxy Goldbay. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having thank us. You. And you have done your research. That, that I, was yes, very well. Digging there, so it was real deep down. Yeah, because you can't find my Facebook page these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, what happened there? What was the story with that? We still don't know. I just got a notification one day that my page it was unpublished for hate speech so obviously hate the bots, bots came across it and just removed it and like because like if you picked keywords out of the videos i would ban my page <laughs> fair enough <laughs> because yeah. the things michael says are overtly xenophobic racist homophobic every phobic you know what i mean but if you if you you can easily misconstrue that if you don't do account intonation satire sarcasm you know what i mean so yeah unfortunately i think it was just that's just what happened and the election kind of stuff they just kind of it didn't help her. yeah that's probably what happened yeah it? but it's not deleted it's just unpublished it still exists oh, it's still, it's, so, so hopefully it's just yourselves able to see it so basically <laughs> just watching your own yeah. videos <laughs> yeah so hopefully it'll get back up we like we're really really hopeful yeah 420,000 followers and like the videos lately we've been like when we came when i got back into doing the videos again with roxy like we were like up to three hundred yeah, thousand we views really, and stuff. really well yeah, and, yeah. Then and then the page goes oh god so it's yeah it's a it's a kick in the proverbials but you know you, you strive on and yeah try yeah. to be patient yeah because even with i suppose corona and everything like you probably would have been touring at this stage and doing bits and bobs but now you can't either so it's oh, yeah. trying to rely on that yeah the yeah. last gig was like in the town hall on the 6th of march so that's that's how long ago so yeah well hopefully now you'll be you'll be back on track so i suppose we were just going to ask how did you've probably been asked this a million and one times but like i suppose we all know someone like farmer michael you know like even my own dad he wouldn't have the same views as farmer michael but he'd have the same kind of i suppose the way he talks and the way he speaks and yeah that that type of way so like where did you get the inspiration for this character he's kind of an amalgamation of like people i've met from my childhood and like my relatives from Mayo and Roscommon and stuff and friends fathers and things like that I just took bits of them well that was in the early like early days of the videos because it was more west of Ireland kind of orientated and now it's just now it's just me it's just my accent kind of heightened <laughs> I will not grey you know it's just yeah. but in the early days it, it was pure I was down there the <laughs> other day it was more like that like there's there's like four ages of Michael you know there's four different accents and then, and then the kind of interim the middle one was kind of me mispronouncing things on purpose because people said they'd do deals with us and they'd do advertising with us if I clean up the way Michael talks and make it a bit clearer. So I went the opposite way and started mispronouncing words to make him more indecipherable. Just because, because fuck, why not? You know, Speaking to the man like anarchist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the biggest self-sabotager in the world. Like, you know, we were going to do a, I remember we were going to do a gig for a, a Lufthansa managing director in Ireland. 
And then they discovered that weekend that I'd done a video about the time Hitler invaded County Mayo and I was cancelled. Straight away cancelled. And I was like, yeah, but it's a good cancellation. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you want to be cancelled for. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's, it's trying it's trying to stay, I suppose, realistic to the character and also yeah. trying not to be like a, a horrible sellout. Yeah. Because like we can go, we could always go down the road the road of like doing the old safe comedy, you know, the pub having a few points with the missus. Uh, you know, but, but what what do you get like what like everybody's kind of doing, doing that, that sort yeah. of thing. So and I don't want to do that. I like there's big issues out there, like there's massive issues like black lives matter and like even in Ireland abortion and gay marriage and I have to do that. Like I feel if you have a platform, you should be sticking your neck out and you should be supporting the right side and not the side on the right if you yeah. get like the, the, the moral the moral side the moral imperative but you know you should be speaking out on these things and if you're not you're, you're kind of not doing your job as a kind of public persona you know yeah. so yeah it gets you hate and stuff but i'm always going to do it it's just yeah. me yeah. And it's such like a different way, it's such a different way or a different approach to kind of bringing these topics to light because obviously it's very satirical um, I'm I'm assuming a lot of people probably don't get that a lot of the time as well. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that like a few people have came to my stage or, uh, show and I remember one fella, I will not name the, the <laughs> county, but he came backstage and he goes, uh, oh, I love your videos, I hate that, insert N-word too. And oh I was like, gosh. oh my fucking god you didn't say that and i was like it really made me question like what i do are they like are these my fans and then i realized no he was just a once-off he was just yeah. you know he's just like the kind of idiot that laughs at the face value thing of me saying the blacks or the gays or whatever you know what i mean mm. but it did make me question am i am i doing it in a right way if he's coming to my show because i don't want fuckers like him at my show mm. like should i become a meme lately because my page has been taken on by far right groups because they had me on my uh on a little free speech rant and then they had my page has been taken down and it was like retweeted thousands of times and it was like ha 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 and it's like oh they're just completely know, taken out of context in a way is it or what yeah yeah just they're laughing because i speak out against the far right in ireland so they're laughing at oh my page yeah okay and the irony is it's got taken down for hate speech and it was me proclaiming against that and mm. you know against people saying whatever they feel like you know what i mean so mm. it's it's really annoying you know what I mean? It's really annoying, but yeah. And well, Roxy as well. You're you're new, but you've taken to it like a duck to water. Do you have a background in like comedy or anything, or did you just? Is this? I suppose is Mary Bridget something that you kind of Mary Bridget is actually one of your characters. No, I don't really have background with comedy and stuff. I've done stage and stuff like that, but dancing mainly. Never comedy aspect, but it seems to have worked out. Yeah, <laughs> it seems to have worked out really, really well. I mean, the first video we done, he literally just picked me up. We went down to a car park and he was like, right, you're Mary Bridget. You have a boyfriend called Glenn. Record. Yeah. And yeah, that was it. Like, it was a quick, Is that just completely off through. the tongue? Or, it was or completely you... off the tongue. I'd, like, so I, I'd, I'd have a video idea in my head and then I'd say it out. And then like, so you say then that. And then and if I, if I go on a rant, which I probably will, you remember to still say that bit, which she did uh, kind yeah. of automatically. So it's kind of just... It just worked there. And then yeah. we threw it up, see how it worked out. She's an actor. An actor. It just worked out really, yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was, it was... And then we'd done the follow-up and Glenn happens to be black mm. and Michael 
<laughs> keeps saying that he doesn't like him and he can't say why because it's not And PC. I'm just like, Dad, just spit it out. Just, just spit it out. Me. And then I go, it's because he's English. <laughs> so like, obviously, <laughs> obviously a famous bit of misdirection you're expecting Michael yeah. to say because he's black, which he'd never say. And then it's because he's English. And everybody actually loved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. Like when I done the Black Lives Matter video, I had to go on radio to defend it because one or two people didn't get what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. I was like being, I was being, I was, I was taking the, the mantle of far right American racist. Mm -hmm. And I was saying slaves slave should have been happy. They were treated brilliantly and they should be grateful that they were brought to the lovely country of America and blah, blah. And I got a little few <laughs> side swipes in, but some, a few people didn't pick it up, but I'm glad a load of like, like uh, Irish people of black origin or African origin, like, rang up the radio station were like yeah, I get what he was doing it was clear yeah. only an idiot would mm. misinterpret it yeah. but it was sad that you kind of had to defend what you do when I was looking back at it going like is, is that not really obvious yeah, yeah. not obvious like but I suppose that's why satire works and that's why Waterford Whispers works and creates outrage because people will always fall for the stuff and people will always get offended or outraged not only by themselves but on behalf of other people and that mm -hmm. that that fake outrage annoys me more because that is saying that people of a different ethnicity or people of a different of a traveling background or of an African background cannot defend themselves. That I need to step up to defend the, those poor deers. Oh, and that, oh, that's yeah. even worse. You know what I mean? Like so that's, white savior like, complex then or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. yeah. And so what would you say was the most controversial sketch that you've done? Uh, I'm not sure what what was the most controversial one the one that caused the most kickback and flack was uh my one about uh disabled parking spots that i should be able to park wherever the hell i want because i have the international mm -hmm. symbol for i'll park where the hell i want and i was like uh I, I was obviously playing the role of a 1950s irish gentleman i was like you sure disabled people shouldn't be allowed out of their homes they should be kept in rooms like they were in the old time and if you bring a disabled child out you should cover them with a tarpaulin so i don't have to look at them because mm -hmm. it makes me uncomfortable now those were views that were common in Ireland. yeah and those were views that are still quite common when the disabled yeah. person around or like I, my brother has a learning disability people feel uncomfortable around them so that was basically the essence of it and i was asked to do it by the disability federation of ireland to highlight the abuse of parking spots and i got slaughtered i got threats by parents of disabled children and then people were jumping in going but he's disabled himself and i was like but that wouldn't matter anyway i'm still fighting your battle don't attack me yeah. when i'm fighting your battle just because you misconstrued the message in the video just because i said cover your child with a tarpaulin you have to yeah. add humor to it too like if i just do a video going i'll park where they want do not abuse parking spots who cares about that video hmm. no one's gonna want yeah like it's what i do it's what like there's, the essence of what I do yeah. bring a message true so there's always gonna be, sorry there's always going to be those people I suppose in a way and you nearly have to think yeah. don't yeah. need to start adding a, a disclaimer at the start of every video just yeah. so people get it but they're not yeah. going to take away from like, it as well yeah. but they sent me a big framed uh, picture with all the positive comments from people around the world and stuff so that was cool. <laughs> uh, but I'd say the most controversial one I did from my point of view following up from that was like uh, basically the title of it was Down Syndrome people can be cunts too <laughs> and I was terrified putting that up. I was absolutely terrified. And oh, like, you were. <laughs> I was told not to put it up and not to go ahead with the video, but I had to do it. And the amount of positive feedback I got from it really emphasized that I was right to do it because I had parents with Down syndrome kids from around the world messaging me going, You humanized my child. They can be cunts like every other human can, can be. Mm. 
there are normal yeah. people you know yeah. I was really glad with that but I was I was nervous as hell putting that up and I posted that I nearly ran away <laughs> and just like not look at my phone for a while but like that was probably the most controversial what I thought would be the most controversial one. but yeah so and are you nervous, uh, Roxy, that you're going to have to be, I suppose, catapulted onto, you're on a platform where everyone can see you and are you worried that you're going to have to deal with all this, like you're going to get loads of good attention, but obviously you're going to have to deal with a lot of comments like that, you know, from time to time. Is that something yeah. that you were aware of when you... Yeah, like, yeah I, was, I was aware of it and you did tell me when I get in the car, right, before I put you on camera, you're going to get them comments. But, um, and they'll drag up everything about and your parents. Yeah, yeah, the whole lot. But I just, to be honest, I don't even look at the comments. I kind of train myself anyway, right? I'm not going to even, whether they're good or bad, I'm just not going to look at them. Well, I have even noticed, even like when I'm in work, my normal job or whatever, I let people come up and be like, are you Mary Bridget? I'm like, no, I'm Roxy. I still find it very, very weird at the moment. Yeah. But I suppose it does take time getting used to. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to the comments, no, I don't even read them, to be honest. Yeah. Because I, I just don't want to give myself that complex anyway. Yeah. And there's been plenty, and there's been plenty of negative ones in yeah. relation to other things and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I just, I just don't look at them. And stuff. Yeah. Like, just people, like, creating, creating a story in their head of what happened you know, and why I'm doing videos in a different format to what I was doing before and just like attacking her and attacking Roxy and then attacking me and it, and it's all nonsense. Like it's all there's no need creative for it. drama, you know, and it's yeah. it's, it's well, needed. look, people are going to do it. They're gonna yeah. have their views yeah. and they're going to put it out. But if you if I can't see them, they can't hurt me. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the way I'm yeah. gonna keep looking at it as well. Sure, everybody's going to get comments, regardless yeah. what you do anyway, whether it's good or bad. So I'm just going to ignore them, really. Yeah. I suppose it comes with putting yourself out there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You're always going to get haters. Yeah, hateration. But, yeah, hateration. It's like this dancery. <laughs> well, you're also are going to get the good ones, but yeah. look at... Well, the good ones outnumber them, but as I've always said, yeah. like we're evolutionarily predisposed to see the, the snake in the grass. Yeah. So out of 100 comments, you would pick that one and that one hurts you because you look for danger or you know, yeah we are uh, originally a, a creature well, i even told my friends and stuff like i don't want to see the comments kind of thing i've don't kind of warned me. them i don't want to see screenshots i don't want to even know yeah. what this is mm. yeah, I, I don't care if it's good or bad i just i don't want to see it yeah i have to tell friends now and things and people like i have to i I just stopped accepting like mess quests on Instagram because it was just constant flux of like, what happened to this? What happened to this? You must have been bad. You must have been bad. So I just had to stop like taking them because every time I opened up my Instagram, I was just constantly reminded and attacked. So mm. yeah, it's, it's shit. But well, look, it'll die down eventually. Yeah, yeah, it will yeah. die down. Yeah, I suppose that's the kind of um, dark or bad side to it. But then what would be your, in your eyes, the best or the funniest encounter you've had with a fan then? Oh, uh, probably a girl in Mayo that started crying and shaking like she was meeting. Like, was it me? <laughs> like she was meeting. She reminded me of one of those ones that queued like to see take that back in the days. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, I'm just a fella from Westside in Galway, like relax. And she was all shaking and everything, and she was like, oh, it's him and everything. And I was like, oh Jesus Christ, you're making me freak out now. Stop, please. I think the first thing Yeah, I think the first thing with me was the second night. You picked me up from work and we're just to go over ideas about future sketches and stuff. And we're going through the drive through McDonald's head and it was kind of, there was a queue and there was a queue go leaving as well. And this car full of girls were like, oh my God! And they were screaming and pointing. 
And I was like, oh. that's just because I'm so handsome. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just the funniest, weirdest thing. I was like, okay, what am I getting myself into? Yeah, I know. It's just, and I'm that, like, I knew all of like, uh, like, obviously, I knew of Framer Michael. Obviously, everybody knows who Framer Michael is, whatever. But I knew of Steve O as well, like through, like, he would have hung out with my uncles and stuff like that. So I kind of didn't see that kind of side of it. And I just didn't understand. How, God, weird, there's, how like, weird the world can be. Yeah. That's why I kept saying to you, like, welcome to the world of Michael. Mm. It's, it's not even world. the world of madness. It's the world of flipping farmer Michael. Yeah, because it's not my world. It's his world. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You, you just kind just of dip in, level. You dip in and out of his world. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it must be weird with yeah, girls on a constant. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Where do you, you start doing the live shows, then you'll meet. Yeah, then. Yeah. Some, some crackers. <laughs> yeah. Some crackers. Yeah, yeah. We're just wondering, like, I suppose, at this, the Guilty Pleasures podcast, would you have anything that would be kind of, I suppose, a bit different or a bit out there? Anything that people wouldn't expect? Uh, I like to kidnap children. Okay, let's not put that out there. No. <laughs> Oh, it's not things I've been found guilty of. Oh, I get you. Sorry. Oh my sorry. God. <laughs> I'm trying to think like what would be a guilty pleasure of mine? Any unusual hobbies or Because I'm sure you've been asked every interview question in the book, but is there anything about you that people wouldn't know, the two of you? That I like astrophysics. Well, that's one I'd I like, say, all right, yeah. I like maths, I like anthropology, I like philosophy, I have a master's. Uh, I suppose that's that's my guilty stuff. I'm yeah. a bit of a geek at heart. Yeah. I don't know what mine would be at all. I honestly don't know. Like, I'm pretty much an open book. Everybody kind of knows everything about me. Like, so I don't know what would be. I do love my little 90s boy bands and stuff. And I'm still an avid Take That and flipping Craig David fan. But other than that, I don't know. <laughs> and even he's laughing at me here over it. <laughs> Craig David. Yeah, he was my first love. Get over it. On the scene. So, yeah. Oh, he was my first love. But. Well, you're my both fast food. That's not really guilty pleasure. That's kind of normal oh. pleasure. Hmm. I'm still being from Galway. Would that be Supermax? Uh, no. McDonald's for me or Eastern Tandoori? For me, it's a... Controversial. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's mood dependent. But yeah. I do like a good battered sausage and that sounds horribly euphemistic, but it is... Battered sausage. You love your chicken wraps. Yeah, that's kind of that's, neat thing. Yeah, yeah that's nice your chicken thing. Wrap. Yeah, yeah. But uh, not a McDonald's one. A proper no. one. God, I think that's absolutely scandalous. That I don't think I've ever heard anyone from Galway say they didn't like Supermax. So that's a, I think that's definitely, definitely. No, that 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 stems from when I was doing my charity cycle, and I wrote to Supermax, and Pat McDonough's son emailed me back, and he said we'll send you out something to raffle. They sent out two, two euro booklets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Like, Tyson Fury, Ricky Hatton, Seamus Coleman, all these international people were doing call-outs. I raised 63 and a half grand. I'm cycling a bike around a track 12 and a half times and I can't walk. And they sent two two-euro buckets. So I will never forget that. And any opportunity I get to like rip the piss out of them, I will do it because that was probably the most demeaning thing. <laughs> yeah. That ever I'm surprised there hasn't been a Supermax video yet, or has there? Maybe I've missed it. Uh, uh, well, no, that could be once. Yeah, I cycled the bike in through the shop window. Yeah, big catapult. <laughs> you just let it go. On. <laughs> Pat McDonough, I'm coming for you. 
Het komt er zo hard feelings there. But uh, do you have any plans for the the future? I suppose is there anything coming up or what are you going doing? Like what's what's up next? Keep doing the videos. Try to get the page back up again. Because there's no plans to like a lot of gigs are postponed and stuff. So hopefully they'll go ahead when whenever we get the say so. So all we're doing really is keep them coming up with a I'm video idea. just trying to build up Mary Bridges' character as yeah, well because we yeah. need to build her up really yeah, for yeah, yeah. when gigs do start so yeah. people will get her. Yeah, yeah. Basically. And I suppose speaking of live gigs and videos, do you have any kind of habits or rituals that you would do before um, getting ready for a live gig or for a video of when you're recording one? I uh, don't really have rituals for the video. Just getting a McDonald's coffee. Yeah, getting <laughs> a McDonald's coffee. Yeah. Right through and to doing a video. A large toffee latte with extra cream. And please. he called me a snob for wanting a flat white. And then he asked for a large latte, I, a, a grande, a grande, grande coffee latte with extra cream. But I'm a snob for wanting a flat white. <laughs> like, okay, I, I'm no, like, you can't really be a coffee snob anyway going to McDonald's in the first place. No, in fairness, you cannot. Yeah. Uh, I hear but the I McDonald's coffees are the bee's knees, though. So, mm, they actually are. I heard they're a lot better than low. <laughs> I heard that. That's too. for sure. <laughs> oh, what is this I have in my hand? This is a coffee from McCafe. And you also have a loyalty scheme. You can peel off this sticker and you peel it on the thing. <laughs> and they're just like McDonald's are just a wonderful Not shape. sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say they do what oh, they do actually do wonderful stuff for charity Ronald McDonald's I would advise everyone to donate to McDonald's at your drive through there's usually a little thing where you can put your spare change down and because they do so much good for the community in Ireland and there's no other chain that does such wonderful <laughs> deeds I see you do not get sponsored or paid by McDonald's. Just no, throw that no. one out there. We do the anti-advertising <laughs> thing. We hate the other one so much that we <laughs> the enemy of my enemy you is my friend. Free promotion for the enemy. Sabotaging <laughs> <laughs> at any at any given turn. Yeah. So every episode we do a bit, bit of a quick fire round. So I suppose the first question is, and you can both answer this: curry cheese chip or garlic chip? Uh, curry cheese. How about you? Curry cheese. Okay. Yeah. And who would win in a fight, Farmer Michael or Conor McGregor? <laughs> Farmer Michael. Farmer wins. Michael. Yeah. Because he has the advantage. He has guns. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little knife. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just be there poking away at him. Um, okay, when does the Christmas tree go up? It's a very controversial question now. In my house, oh. it doesn't because I live next door to my dad. So my dad's it goes up in. So it probably goes up in about like, I'd say, way from Christmas if he gets around to it or if we get around to get Yeah, to be honest, my family home growing up as well, it was always 12 days before and 12 okay. days after. Like 12 days go up, 12 days after goes down. Very good for that. See, I have, I'm putting mine up next week and it probably won't go down until February. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, live show or video sketches? Live show. Yeah. Live. It's a different world and it's a different, it's completely different doing an hour and having interaction with fans in the crowd than it is sketch to to the camera, you know. Mm. And Roxy, obviously you haven't done one before, so you get, are you excited to do that? I'm so excited to do it. I am. I'm really, really excited. And you'll see how panicky 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get to see you. Do you reckon you'll be? Do you reckon you'll be full of jitters? Are you be fine? Are you well, fine? When it comes to stage and stuff like that, whenever I've done stuff on stage, I'm one of these that is like, oh my god, what am I doing? Like, especially if I know people in the audience, I literally, I'd be in tears sometimes. But the minute my foot goes on that stage, I just turn into a different person altogether. I just kind of, this is what I have to do. Straight after then, I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> Can't even remember what you said the last hour, I'd say. <laughs> no, no, I literally just turn into like a different person. But about 10 seconds on stage. Yeah. But the hour, two hours leading up to it is complete and sheer panic. But like, if I don't know anybody in the audience, I'm actually grand. I'm like, ah, come on. You left can't me down there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll probably make him worse to be fair. You so relaxed like get angry. Yeah. And last one then, um, in what city, town or county would you find the best crowd? This one's for you. The best what? Crowd. The best crowd. Oh. Oh, it has to be. It has to be Liverpool. Yeah. Not in Ireland, but it has to be Liverpool. Yeah, they're supposed to be very good cracker. They are, what is it? Ah, they're just brilliant. And like, they obviously, with this football to do with Everton and about Liverpool and stuff. So we have fans <laughs> that are Everton supporters and Liverpool supporters. Mm. So like, they all come to the show with like healthy, healthy banter and stuff. So yeah, like I never even realized how big it was. I was doing a few Instagram lives and Facebook lives and everybody's from Liverpool. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all the questions from us today. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Um, you've been absolutely brilliant. And um, I suppose before we go, just for people, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows who you are, but just for people that might want to find out more about you, where can they follow you and where can they find out more? Uh, on Instagram at Sir Steve Timothy and and Instagram for me at Rocco underscore Gold. And, and then, then just if you want sketches, Sir Steve, just Google Farmer Michael or Sir Steve Timothy. And Facebook as well, especially with the new page, which needs promoting. Yes. <laughs> King, King Steve Timothy. I, uh, I just went and uh, gave myself the title King instead of Sir, because Sir was taken, <laughs> obviously. So, yeah. So. He needs to upgrade himself to yeah, King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we get the old page back anyway in the, in the meantime. I'm sure you yeah, keep us posted well, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can't wait to see more from me and more from Mary Bridges as well. So we'll be looking forward to see what you do anyway in the future. So thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Guilty Pleasures podcast. We upload a new episode every Sunday evening and we have so many more exciting guests coming up. So make sure to keep tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd also love to hear from you. You can get in touch via Instagram or Twitter at the Guilty Pleasures podcast, or you can leave us a review on iTunes. But that's it from us for now. Join us again next week.